Hey, everyone, and uh, welcome to yet another episode of Inspiration for You. And this is a show where we are trying to tell some really cool thing, uh, attracted inspiration for everyone in Unit 4. I'm honored today to be the host for this show. My name is Klaus. I'm the Chief Technology Officer. And with me, I have uh, two great people who's going to help me be inspirational. The first one is Greg, and the other one is Mayo. Welcome to you both. But let's try just give a few a few sentences about ourselves. Greg, could you... What are you doing here in Unit 4? And... Okay, so I joined Unit 4 in 2019 uh, as a team member of uh, automation team and uh, monitoring. Um, I am web developer and also cloud developer. And during Crazy Lab days, uh, our idea was uh, to move our monitoring system to new generation using artificial intelligence. So that's me. Thanks, Greg. Over to you, Mayo. Well, I joined Unifor in 2011, so it is more than out, more than 10 years ago, and I've been in different roles: standard engineer, senior engineer, principal engineer, lead engineer, and now I'm uh, I'm the principal architect on the CTO team. Uh, well, uh, for the Crazy Lab uh, event, uh, we our idea was about. Uh, uh, working with notifications, so we notification from product to user. Yes, actually, so now you both gave it away slightly, and I think the, <laughs> the, the very observant uh, viewer will uh, notice that we all have the t-shirts because we're going to talk about Crazy Lab Days, of course. So um, let's talk about Crazy Lab Days and, and how that, you know, we believe that's a, a good place to, to learn new things and get together with people. So, so this year, we went back to a, 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 a on-site uh, event where we, uh, the year before, uh, or the, the previous one, we had a, had a remote one. So I know, um, know that um, Mario, I believe you were on the remote one as well, right? So let's try to t talk a little about the difference between these two things. So what is sort of your sort of experience with remote versus being on site? Uh, the difference is uh, the other uh, yes for the crazy labs uh, in remote. It is like uh, it is pretty fine because uh, you can join all the sessions and so on. But when you are in the at the same place that all the people, you can manage to connect uh, in a different way. And what about you, Greg? What was your experience in this year's event? How do you feel it? Yes, I, I think the event was great. Uh, it's uh, very, very interesting to see uh, what we are able to accomplish in the such uh, brief period of time. And also, uh, I have opportunity to develop myself in area different than my uh, daily work. Uh, so yeah, uh, the event was great for me. So, so for example, you said as an intro, you're working in the delivery and monitoring part of the ops operations, right? So. What was it you got to do here that weren't really as you used to do in your daily work? What was the major difference? Yes, the main difference was that uh, I have opportunity to think about uh, new innovation. Uh, we're trying to improve and improve our idea. And then we have also, also opportunity to meet with experts uh, from different areas to discuss our, uh, our solution. So yeah, this is the difference because, you know, as a developer, uh, I have uh, the brief instruction, what should I do? And right now uh, I'm thinking about the idea, then I'm think thinking who can help me and ask about uh, some feedback. So yeah, this is the difference. 
Okay, cool. What about my, you, Mario? You've been on it a couple of times. What is what do you find sort of really great about Crazy Lab Days? Well, the, the main thing is that uh, you can join and meet a lot of people at the same time uh, in the event, uh, people from different uh, roles. So uh, you can uh, talk uh, about your idea with all of them, different people, and it is uh, really good to also expose your your idea in a way that uh, everyone can understand. Because sometimes, uh, at least on my role, uh, you talk with uh, technical people most of the time. So it is easy to, to connect in, in that uh, uh in that area, but uh, when you have to explain to other roles, you have to uh, in, to to provide the, the what is the real idea, not what is the technical idea. Right. So this uh, this opportunity to sort of work with different uh, domains like product, uh, solution consulting, maybe is really helping and have this close tight time frame is helping to innovate the idea faster, mature the idea and get some input. Is that the same for you, Greg? Is that sort of the same? Yes. So it's sort of like this uh, sort of very condensed period of time where you're trying to take an idea and, and flush it out to something tangible that actually works. Since you were sort of on the uh, the teams that <laughs> excelled, let's hear about how it, uh, how it went. So Greg, what happened with your idea afterwards? What did you guys do with it? Yes, uh, uh, right now uh, we have roadmap for our project because we realized that uh, what we did during Crazy Lab Days is like proof of concept that uh, it's possible to achieve. And right now we are trying to make it, let's say. Uh, we are after some discussion with um, uh, ServiceNow guys and uh, we are thinking who can help us with developing that uh, solution and also uh, we are thinking about uh, who can maintain that because we realized that after we deploy that uh, solution and also um, prepare some instruction for cloud operation how to use it then still probably we need to collect feedbacks and uh, maintain um, all implementation in uh, ServiceNow tool so yes, right, right now we chasing guys through ServiceNow to <laughs> to start looking for guys. So so you're moving more into engineering actually, product development and sort of dealing with all those things that are in there like backlog and so forth and finding the people to actually work on exactly, your project. Exactly, right? but right now we have uh, someone uh, behind our uh, back uh, who can um, approve our idea, let's say. So uh, it's better uh, than without, um, let's say, uh, winning uh, idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. So you have sponsorship. That's awesome. So Mario, tell us about your sort of what's happening with your idea. Where did that go? And, and you know, is it going anywhere? You, you guys actually won. Yeah. Uh, well, the idea is uh, now in, uh, in the first phase of uh, uh, developing. Because uh, we are in in, in so we are talking with the product management in order to check if we are aligned with the product management vision about the what should be the the MVP of the product, and also uh, with uh, David, uh, I, we are working on how should be the architecture of the of this uh, product. So after that phase, I think that uh, we can move to to a team or different teams to start developing. 
So what you're saying is that this is also going to be moved into production at some point down the road when we we get yeah, the room. Exactly. We are talking now with uh, Rafael Artache, the director of uh, product management, about how to move the, the idea to the to the backlog. <clears throat> so what I think is really cool here so for the audience is that Crazy Lab Days, of course, is a is an innovation event. But what, what, what you had this year was that we had an internal winner and an external winner. With, with that, I mean not, not, not somebody coming from the outside, but somebody who were focusing on essentially on the inside part of the equation. And then the other team, that was Greg's team and my team was focusing on some more outweight forcing towards the customers. And, and, and what's really, I think it's really cool is that it shows that innovation is just not about what the customer gets. It's also what we can do internally to drive our own, you know, efficiency or whatever you want, being better at serving the customers. And it's also one of these things that we need, probably need somewhere to change a little about how we think about things. Because generally we have a tendency to think about in the context of the the end user, the customer's end user as the consumer, but we are internally, we have a ever growing internal user base that's just as important that we need to help. We have support, we have services, we have all these people who also need something from the product. It's not just about building features and functions anymore. So I think that's really a cool thing that we saw this year that we have this Increased automation project, which is internal, helping us be more efficient internally, providing more timely information. And then externally, we're providing a new notification service like, like what Maya, this guy came up with that helps us build better product, essentially. So it's a, it's sort of for, for, for both things, right? Uh, maybe we should, uh, uh, Maya, so if you think about it, right, uh, you've been with the company for many years. Actually, you've been here for more than I have. Uh, <laughs> why, <laughs> well, uh, so thinking, uh, so like, uh, so the 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 necessity for having these uh, innovation. How do we, how do you look at that? For example, from from having these events towards generally how we did before we had these kind of events. How do you see that? Do you see any difference? Do we do more or less? Or how do you do you look at that? Well, on this event, everything is uh, very condensed to 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 work precisely on your idea. And uh, it is not like uh, uh, spending a, a lot of time in meetings or whatever. It is just focus on, on the idea and talk with the with the people that uh, could help to the idea to progress. I think you're putting your, you're, you're pointing out something that that really helps drive things faster is that you are working very focused on something and there's not a lot of other stuff going on in that period, right? You are you're saying yeah, exactly. That. You don't have a distraction on other things. It is like a, you are focused just on the idea and you meet with the, the people that uh, can help you. Not, uh, you are not working on other areas at the same time, attending different meetings. It is just this. Uh, but also you have the social events at the end in the afternoons and evenings that uh, help you to uh, recover for the whole day working on this. And also you meet, uh, it is fun to meet people that you know from a long time ago, but also you meet new people that uh, it is uh, from now to the future uh, can help you and you can help them on progress on, you know, and innovate on products. That's actually, a, that's right, right? It's not just about sitting there working. Although I remember the first crazy lab days we had, one of the complaints was that people worked, they, 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 they spent one week working every day. There was no social gathering. so. <laughs> At least we got that in uh, some social activities. 
So, Greg, how do you feel about the sort of the the, the, the thing Mario mentions here? There's of course building the solution, but there's also all the social elements around it. How do how did you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think the time is uh, uh, great, but also hard because uh, you spend that time very intensively. Uh, you have to finish everything in a short period of time. Uh, but of course, like Mario said, after your work, you have time uh, to explore city, to meet each other. And uh, yes, we also spend some time to play ping pong, uh, play the table tennis. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I participate in that, in that event with pleasure. That's great. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll see you next year. See, uh, maybe yeah. Mahe is going to be the next year again. He has a long yeah. track record. But, uh, but the one thing is that it is intense, but uh, the day after you can feel proud that uh, you got you, what you did because mm -hmm. it is not just working, 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 and uh, but you see the result in no time. Yeah. You're not spending months to see if the, it is getting somewhere. You know at the end of the week. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes we have, yeah, that's true. You get really fast to a sort of a conclusion whether this is doable or not. Like we have had projects that one or two days in, they get, okay, this is not going to fly anyway. So uh, it's also a good place to sort of find out if this is actually going to go or not. Yeah, so and you, also, you also learn about the ideas of other teams. Like uh, you, Greg, I didn't notice about that uh, situation, but now I'm aware. <laughs> so it yes. is pretty good always, as well. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's uh, try to something completely different. So this is all about providing solutions. It's all about uh, creating either internal or external in terms of consumer internal consumption. So for example, if people are out there listening, thinking, oh, this sounds cool. I really want to go to this. And of course, everybody can go. You don't necessarily need to be able to code. But if you're sitting listening to this and you say, hey, well, I need to learn to code. So, you know, what would be a you guys, what would be the best programming language to start with? Let's start with you, Greg. Mm -hmm. I think it depends. Because if you like artificial intelligence, then I can say Python. If you like uh, web developing, then probably TypeScript, JavaScript. But if you don't know what do you uh, want exactly, then I think C Sharp is the best uh, in my heart always because <laughs> <laughs> I started with C Sharp and I think this is the language uh, where you can achieve everything so you can build uh, artificial intelligence you can build uh, easy programs you can build web application only written in C Sharp uh, so yes for the start if you don't know uh, which area uh, is for you then yeah start with C Sharp okay cool what about you Maya well I'm with you Greg but uh... I think that from the beginning, more than focus on one area, I think it is pretty good to try to be full stack because then you can see if your product, if your idea, uh, you can see from end to end, not just seeing the front end or the back end or the cloud or so full stack with yeah, uh, JavaScript or type of, TypeScript on the front end, CSR with uh, .NET Core on the back end, but also DevOps because uh, the developers should provide the, 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 the full product, not just uh, picking some stuff in, in one place. 
That's a fair point. That's really uh, that's well said. Well, I'm I guess I'm the oldest guy in the room, so on this one, so uh, I would go with C. <laughs> there you go, because it's sort of <laughs> for the for the languages you mentioned is the grandfather, so it's like the Latin. <laughs> but actually, that brings us to an interesting topic because I read this article recently about what is the most what is the best programming language in terms of sustainability. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> what language actually consumes the least amount of energy <clears throat> to, to run. And it turned out C was the one. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. That's yeah, it. I saw the list and it was C, C++. So in in that case, we should forget about TypeScript or Python yeah. <laughs> because it They're is like a... <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I think also Rust was pretty close on that list. But this is actually a super interesting topic of sustainability. How do we create sustainable, you know, in terms of with all the environment stuff going on, how do you create architecture that is actually, uh, uh, actually, how do you create sustainable solutions that lose use less energy, which also links into sort of the architecture. How do you architect solution? What is the services is used like serverless, Azure functions, Amazon Lambda, these things that only run when used is sort of good. But you know what, guys, I think that's top, that's actually topic for, a, you know, another podcast. So. I would thank you very much for being here. Mayo, it was great to have you. Greg, it was great to have you. I really appreciate you both being at the, the Crazy Lab Days this year. And, you know, it's been awesome talking, meeting up with you guys again. And uh, hopefully uh, you'll be the next year as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for uh, li listening and looking. I look forward for the next upcoming episode of Inspiration for You. Thank you very much and goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.